Trini, you look like you've aged in reverse. I just wow. got new Botox. <laughs> I, I was going to say, you look so... Fr- what? It was a compliment. Yeah, You're I just got new botulism injected into my forehead. How often do you have to do that? I have to do it every four months. And every time I go, my plastic surgeon makes me feel really bad about myself. Why? <laughs> uh, the last time I went, he was like, yes, the Botox helps, but let me tell you how much it'll cost to make you attractive. Oh. <laughs> wow. How much? 50 grand. 10,000. How dare you, Lucy? $10,000. That's it. <laughs> Tony. Tony Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Tony Soto Show. That's right. We're a gay podcast that comes out every Wednesday on iTunes. Be sure to check us out, rate us, leave us a comment. Apparently, that helps us. My name is Tony fucking Soto, and joining me is... Oh, my God. We are all over the map today. We are coast to coast today. We have Lucy Wack. Hey, girl. Hi, Mama. How are you? I'm well, girl. I am settled into my home. Girl. I see. All the boxes are out. Girl. I see, girl. You got the you got the deep lean in. You got the deep lean. Mm-hmm. I got the lounge. Yes, I the girl. Lounge. I got the, like the lack of tensity from all the moving shit gone. I'm proud of you, bitch. And we have Rachel Sanders sitting next to Lucy again. It's good to see you back with Lucy, Rachel. I know. This place is so cute. Is it? I can't wait. I'll be there. I'll be there in days. I cannot (laughs) wait. Um, But listen, I'm also super excited because I have two of my favorite New York whores back on the show. They are loved by me. We have Robert and Daniel from the Grizzly Kiki. Hi. I'm also excited for you to go back to Chicago. Uh, (laughs) Wait, we'll be closer if that's the case. I think you like the space. I thought you enjoyed this. So we are <laughs> coast to coast today. We are represented on LA, Chicago, and New York. We also have a special guest coming up soon because we are going to continue my support a local queen segment where we're going to interview one local queen every month. We have Ariana Kiki from New York. She'll be joining us after uh, the break. And uh, it's all going to be super fun. But let's start the show. Um, I would like to first say, yes, I am very excited because I will be in Chicago um, Sunday, Sunday of this week. I will be in Chicago. Are you guys so excited to see me? I'm so excited. Uh, So excited to see you. Oh, my God. Me, too. Okay. I'm a little (sighs) confused about your itinerary, but we can talk about that later. Wait, what does that mean? Well, I just so you're getting here and then going to Clinton, but I thought you were gonna be here sunday so i'm getting, getting in on friday. friday okay 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 and, going then to Portland and then coming in for Chicago only two on days sunday. right okay, don't that. worry bitch i'll be with you soon enough um how <laughs> are you how how are you girls how's things going over in chicago everything good with you sure <laughs> <laughs> wow you know that's why i keep you guys on because it's riveting it's riveting conversation and i'm thrilled to see you both uh let's talk to the grizzly kiki bitches hey welcome back girls Hey. Thanks for having us back. You know, you are always welcome. Like, literally, probably two of the only guests I can say that, you know, wholeheartedly. <laughs> You're always welcome to come back. How How is it going, ladies? 
It's been good. Busy. E- exhausting recuperating from DragCon NYC. Yeah. Uh, and DragCon. Oh, yes. I know. New York had to be like LA. That you had to have your own yeah. convention. Yeah. You could. didn't ask them to come here. In all you know, honesty. they listened to the show and they heard that the Grizzly Kiki girls do not travel. And they're like, you know what? <laughs> You know what? We're bringing one to New York so those bitches <laughs> I can... I heard that on the last podcast. You are like, they left the house. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the grocery store occasionally. <laughs> I, uh, that, sounds, that sounds like me. I fucking hate leaving my house. Right? I, Once I'm done with work, I'm like, done. Spanks yeah. are off. I'm staying home. Uh, I wanted to contribute to your conversation last week about deal breakers so bad. Oh, what oh, is your yeah. deal breaker? Oh, I mean, I pretty much agree with everybody about the bathroom stuff. Mm-hmm. So no poop, no pee. <laughs> yeah. I think oh, that's no safe. I, and I think that if that is your zhuzh, you really should wear a t-shirt about it or something. Like, you should really... <laughs> I don't want to oh, stumble into someone wanting to, to, to like, poop well, on my chest. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't want to stumble on like, that. We had a really great time. Oh, water sports. Okay, yeah. We'll yes. Excuse here. me. Can I take a deuce on your face? It's like, no. That's, <laughs> you could have asked me that before <laughs> dinner, and I would have kindly refused. Tinder, or something your handle needs to be crap master or something that's just a dead giveaway so that those who want it will take it oh my god um uh, daniel and robert how was uh drag con new york was it everything now that we're kind of in a drag recession right now uh we've got nothing to report on how was it to see all the famous ones DragCon was fun, but also exhausting. We worked the entire weekend at Jiggly Caliente's booth, taking yeah. photos and selling merch. Mm-hmm. Oh, were you were you slave labor? Uh, we, we were. Will, we volunteered. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Did she buy you lunch? Uh, <laughs> she tell. bought. She bought us dinner. She was. She was lovely, <coughs> and we finally got to meet her brother, who for all these years has just been um, the face on wait because he reminded me season four episode five. Yep. Um, wow. Like that's that. We were like, does he really exist? And he was such a sweetheart. And now Jiggly makes so much sense because. <laughs> They're essentially the same person. That's funny. Like, I, I wasn't even aware that she had a brother. Th- there you go. Season four, episode five. <laughs> yeah, he made her cry and untucked on one mm-hmm. of the episodes. Um, and we also had a listener. A listener stopped by to ask when we would be back on the Tony Soto show. Oh, <laughs> well, look at that. And here we go. See, ask and you shall receive. I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to have local celebrities, the Grizzly Kikis, back on. So who look who looked busted? At DragCon New York, and I know you know there's some bitches that look busted. So we want to know who they were. And the okay, I'm not going to give away her identity, but there was a certain queen that was very close to my friend, and she came by, and me and the other girl that were in the booth working looked at each other and were like, "Woo, that five o'clock shadow, though." And Willem was it? Willem? Willem wasn't there. Willem stupid. Wasn't. She grows hair really fast. That poor Willem. You know what I mean? It just grows real uh, fast. Old news. <laughs> old news is still the same news, girl. So Willem's my favorite person in the whole world. I know, Rachel. I know. She's she's uh not one of mine. So. I, I want more name drops for the busted list, though. Yeah, who else looked busted? Oh. Yeah, I, I mean, like, well, first of all, first of all, she didn't even give us a name. So or the newbies, they didn't even give us like, a name. So let's not right. even act like they offered us real good tea. The Grizzly Kikis are not delivering on the I busted mean, tea. 
I will be very honest. I thought everyone looked really good. There was a particular girl from season nine who looked like someone else completely on the first day. <gasps> and if you oh. take a look at all the photos of the girls from season nine, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. Oh, these yes. scavenger hunts are just not my judge. You know <laughs> I that. Will, I will share. I'll share. Making it with us you. work for it. No, I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Too, much Too much work. Look, Angela's looking good, though. Look, you've already you've girl. already <laughs> lost Chicago <laughs> with your secret and games generally the girls i mean you they know, looked the, good the girls the, look great the only in terms of like busted the only really one to report back on was tyra sanchez she was either in drag or out of drag depending on what time you got to drag on no and she and really emerge she did she had um she had like a painting that said uh uh, Raven was robbed with Raven like tied up in the corner. And Tyra, Tyra is not around. doing well right now with her uh, public persona. You know, she, um, and, and, I, and I don't know, she did uh, kind of like an off Broadway party here in LA. And I don't <laughs> know if she knew someone or if she took a pay cut, but like it was like, oh, Tyra's on this flyer? That's interesting. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I mean, it just, it was funny because we didn't get to see a lot of drag con because we were, you know, being held captive. But, um, yeah, it was reported. People were like, Tyra's here and she's not in drag and she's being really shady. Like, what the hell? Um, but it was, that was weird. But generally, I think the girls look good. The booths were, uh, like phenomenal, you know. Miss Fame had a boudoir. Shea Coulee had a uh, 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 like a, lemonade stand. a lemonade someone, stand barbecue pit. I mean, it someone was told me so that Shea Coulee was charging sixty five dollars for a picture and autograph or, or like yeah. up another five dollars i love how the price goes gets higher is it higher. getting I higher i heard 60 oh. well, i heard and according to a screen capture that robert saw on the internet there was a menu uh-huh. and oh you, menu. it was, it was a- 50 dollars if you spent 50 dollars in merch you got to have a meet and greet with her which included two professional photos that would be sent to you and all this stuff and that's that wasn't uncommon because some girls were like twenty dollars some were thirty you know but that's but a good deal but if, were, but if you were stupid you uh-huh. could pay sixty dollars just go in and just take a photo with shay and yeah. then leave with your memories but why would you why wouldn't you want some first her, her merch her merch is gorgeous. gorgeous like it was beautiful oh she's yeah. got the best merch yeah people were like coming to me and being like like leaning in like it was shady shit and i was like yeah she's gonna make her money i'm not gonna really yeah. uh you know I, but she can do no wrong in my eyes i don't care she can spit in she your face after she takes food. a photo and i'd be like you deserved it you deserve that. Did she that have spit. actual barbecue at the barbecue pit? <laughs> I know she had Boomer Banks at the barbecue inside of her barbecue pit. Yes, Boomer but... Banks is a is an adult film actor with a big penis. Yes. <laughs> yes, quite large. So there was um, no barbecue. No, <laughs> no, but you could get Kool Aid. There was Kool Aid there. You could have some Kool Aid. There was Kool Aid. Yeah, okay. like listen, she when 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 we were shopping for all this shit in uh, L.A., she was just going through what she was gonna have, and I was like, this is gonna be sickening. Like, mm-hmm. like it's an experience when you get Shea Kool Aid. So yeah. just fucking deal with it. Pay your goddamn money. Skip out on your rent. It's okay. Everything's really expensive in New York <laughs> anyway. She was just trying to adhere to your fucking culture. Okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't and, pay sixty dollars to meet anybody. No offense. Well, see, that's the thing. Uh, that's anybody. what that's what RuPaul charged. You know, like RuPaul charged uh, sixty dollars uh, to to get. Oh, she was charging fifty. Fifty and, and sixty. <laughs> 
Like that was one of the points that was made to me was that Shay was charging more than RuPaul. Good. <laughs> you she can to good sit with Shay and like give her a hug. Whereas yeah. with RuPaul, you were like three feet in front of her. It was like you. Um, it was like you photobombed the news. Yeah, RuPaul looked like she was ready to deliver you the news. Oh, oh see, desk. see, and then kind of like three feet in front of her for the photo. Uh huh. Well, I can and make that's you the thing. Like, I, I like that. I want, I hope that Shay never loses that, like, one on one contact with, like, I hope that she doesn't, like, evolve into what Trixie has, where Trixie's like, you know, she doesn't want to touch anymore. She doesn't want to, like, smell your cologne. <laughs> She's like, um, because uh, w- what, what these famous drag queens seem to forget is that we all start as bar masks. Scots, um, to make the bar patrons feel happy and excited uh, about being out at a gay bar. Uh, so that's really what we are about. And that being said, before we went on break, I was starting a let's feature some local queens from across the country and across the world uh, because... I mean, that's what we all are. <laughs> like, I'm a bar drag queen. You know, uh, Lucy, you perform at bars in drag. Uh, the Kiki girls, I'm sure, are no strangers to being at bars in drag. It's like, this is where we are from. So, um, I put my Grizzly Kiki girls to work and I said, listen, I want a list of queens who you think are worthy enough to be on the Tony fucking Soto show. And uh, I settled on Ariana Kiki. Uh, So let's bring Ari Kiki onto the show. Hey, queen. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Uh Oh, what a beautiful voice. It's good to hear you. Welcome to the show, Ari. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm so excited. Are you? Have you heard this show before? And I expect you to lie to me. Yes, I'm lying to you when I say I've heard the show before. Yeah, see, everyone listens. Uh, (laughs) Come on, come on, Robert and Daniel. You haven't even told her to listen to the show. Jesus (laughs) Christ. I slipped my mind. Sorry. We have some... If you you see the pictures of me, you can tell she doesn't know how to follow instructions. I know, girl. We just tried to uh, talk to you for a few moments on Skype, and that didn't go well. We were all there for that. Um, Well, you know, we have been, uh, we want to feature fabulous local queens across the uh, world. But we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to actually get to know Ari a little bit better. So uh, hang on tight. We'll be right back. We are back supporting our local queens because, goddammit, we're good people. Uh, we have Ariana Kiki, and she is a New York-based drag queen. Hey, queen. Hey. Uh, how, are, how are you? How's everything in New York? How's your career? Uh, I'm alive. I'm barely well. I'm always exhausted. My career is uh, skyrocketing and plummeting every couple of months. Just usual (laughs) shit, you know. Um, Let's talk about uh, your drag aesthetic and like how long you've been around. How long have you been in this game, Queen? So I've been doing Ari Kiki for about seven to eight years. Um, 
And my drag aesthetic, I would say, is the hot mess. That's what I refer to myself as. Oh, so seven to uh, eight. I'm, so there's a few foggy years in there. You're not really aware. So are you a drinker, Ari? Absolutely. Of course. Absolutely. Of course. I got that vibe. I've seen you on the internet, and I've gotten the vibe that perhaps this drag queen is a drinker. Um, and so a, a hot mess is kind of is, is your aesthetic, you say. Absolutely. <laughs> and so is the drinking. Drinking is do you, do you believe that? Because like I feel like I am getting more and more out of booze, but I still drink when I do drag uh, because I feel like she likes it. Is that kind of what it is? Or are you also a drunk when you're a boy? I'm not a drunk when I'm a boy. If I do get drunk as a boy, I become a sleepy drunk. Um, <laughs> and there's pictures on the internet of Arikiki falling asleep at diners. Ah. Um, there's a couple of that. And then... Um, I know that when I drink, even as a boy, as soon as the alcohol touches my lips, I introduce myself to people as Ari because oh. that's just the default. <laughs> she comes, she comes alive. Huh? Just add booze. Right. Now, uh, what got you started <laughs> into into drag? Um, when I first dabbled in drag uh, over ten years ago, um, I just liked the idea of it, um, and then I got into a relationship uh, that kind of fizzled my drag career. Um, and then when I broke out, um, I actually did some volunteer work for a nonprofit called the New York Anti-Violence Project. And they kind of uh, introduced me to being open to gender expressions and whatnot. And that's sort of how Arkiki was sort of born. You now, know, I don't shave my chest. Um, I sometimes shave my armpits. The lips are lopsided. You kind of get a hodgepodge of gender with her. Um, now, when when you are in drag, would you consider yourself more of a performer? Are you a hostess? Uh, like, do you do you host nights in New York? So I host two shows currently in New York, uh, two weekly shows, and then one monthly. Um, the first, uh, first one is my weekly Wednesday show at a, a bar called Boots and Saddle. Um, it's Wednesdays at eight and it's called, I wish a bitch would. <laughs> I like that. And I have Thursday show at seven also at Boots. And that one's called Kiki for two, where I bring a fellow girl who works at the bar to co-host the show with me. I'm tired from Wednesday. And then I, I host a monthly charity show at Stone on wall called riot uh that i inherited from a different queen and i have about four or five queens join me on stage and we raise money for charity so how many days a week would you say you do drag uh two plus a week oh see that's a, i like that i i do it four times a, a month and i that's I, that's all i need <laughs> i have a day i have a day job so i also juggle that oh you a responsible adult Yes. I guess you have to be. Tony can't relate. I cannot. I live, like, <laughs> literally everything you hear about L.A. is true. Like, that whole, you don't know if people really have jobs and what they do. I am one of those people. I was daytime thrift shopping today, just because I had the time. Um, so, Ari, I want to ask you, because, um, you know, we are, uh, like what is it, almost 10 seasons into RuPaul's Drag Race and how uh, drag has changed so much. And you 
started doing drag while Drag Race was still going on. Um, and you still chose to be like an out of the box style character. Do you not have any ambitions to be on the reality program? Because uh, I don't think you would get on with first... that crooked lip. Well, I mean, if we look at Jinx's photos from the first season, she looked a little wrong. Oh, that's not. But <laughs> yeah, let's not look at those photos of Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that come up photo was rough as off fuck. But, um, you know, I auditioned for the first time this year. Um, I know they rarely pick someone on the first audition. So, you know, uh, I don't know what to expect out of it. But my end game isn't to be on Drag Race. It's just to entertain people and bring smiles to the world. Like most clowns. Right. So, But, but, if, but if they called you, you would answer. Absolutely. Oh, I, I absolutely. So, um, now I want to talk. I, 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 go ahead. I too would like to ch- charge sixty dollars for a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Someday, girl. Um, I like. I always am so interested in talking to uh, drag queens in different cities because I've had the the, the uh, pleasure of doing drag in Chicago, which is super great because most of the bars have dressing rooms that you can get ready in. Uh, and then um, I love doing drag in um, LA because I can get ready and then just take a lift to the gig. But you all have it real rough and you like to let us all know that because you all have to take like public transit and walk up and down stairs and change in bathrooms. In is it really that rough, Ari? Uh, yeah. I mean, for me, <laughs> drag is my exercise. It's a poor choice. It is my, ex- it is my exercise. Um, I live in what's called Washington Heights, which is the nosebleed section of Manhattan. And most of my gigs are in, we- in the West Village. So I'm a good 100 plus blocks away from where I need to be um, most times. So you have to hook so it. A lot of blocks. Yeah, that is a long ass train ride. <laughs> I love me a good Converse sneaker, a good Payless sneaker once in a while, just to hustle hustle around. Um, and most people don't bother me because I look crazy, <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I don't really get bothered on the train. I've only had one, one or two bad experiences on the train in drag. I could not imagine. You know, there are like the vixen in Chicago would take the tr- the subway mm-hmm. uh, uh, to and from the suburbs or whatever into Chicago, and I could not imagine. Yeah. Red Rum would take the red line to and from gigs. Yeah, I can't imagine I can't. Red Rum in her full skull face and like macabre outfit, like looking like just ridiculous as hell. On you know, the train I've on I I feel inconvenienced when I have to actually put my dress on before I get in the lift. Like I <laughs> I much prefer to do my face at home and then I just go as a cute little boy with a hat on into the dressing room and then change my clothes. I'm very one percent when it comes to my drag. I see I would never make it in New York, Ari. I I, I commend you and I respect you because I hear it's a hard game. <laughs> well I've managed to somehow, for the fat bitch that I am, I've somehow managed to compact her into backpacks. So, like, on week th- for my Wednesday show, I take a backpack to my job, and then I get to the gig, I paint my face, and I have four, four costumes, usually, and four, two to four wigs in the backpack. Um, but then again, I do shop at Rainbow, um, so it's all pretty. 
So folks in folks in New York are always just practicing to be homeless because you never know you're one bad decision away from being it in New York. So you got to know how to live out of backpacks. I'm on the trains every once in a while. So um, I have a question, and I'm opening this up to the Grizzly Girls as well. I am uh, a, an outside voyeur from L.A. Is there really a rivalry between New York drag queens and Chicago drag queens? No. No. Not at all. No. Not at all. I mean, you could maybe create a rivalry between Manhattan and Brooklyn girls. Maybe. But that's been going on. That's that's the usual go-to. Yeah. Right? You can create a rivalry between East Village and West Village girls if you wanted to. Like, you know... I don't think New York cares about Chicago girls. I disagree, actually. I love love them. I love the Chicago Queens. I love following them on social media. I've met a few here and there. I'd, I'd love to get a gig out there. I'm not going to charge $60 for a meet and greet there, but... Um, <laughs> You'll be lucky to get $60 for the gig. New York ain't that different, sweetie, so I think we're on the same ballpark. And every Chicago girl that we've had on the show has told us, Chicago's the best drag, and every New York girl is like, New York's the best drag, but nobody's ever said, mm, I don't like New York or I don't like Chicago. I think it's just there's a, a you know, an, an incredible community in both cities. And I, th- you know, I think kind of come together. If anything, New York is a fan of Chicago drag. Mm-hmm. And you would see you'll see that if you for those listening, if you attend Bushwig this weekend. There's, I think, oh, like yeah. five or six Chicago girls mm-hmm. that are that are in the show like lucy still is going to be there kenzie um kenzie coulay uh Uh, valentine adams like i'm forgetting oh i love i first of all all three of those names are bliss to me but there is a rivalry between y'all and brooklyn would y'all cut each other (laughs) not exactly it depends on which queens we're talking about (laughs) (laughs) so there are queens that you would cut that's (laughs) well I wouldn't say, I mean, I wouldn't say the rivalry is specifically like one borough versus the other, but um, there's also a lot of like, you talked about us not being, not really being drama. There was a queen this past week who had a, um, she, <laughs> she had a fundraiser to take to, for her to go to Miss Gay America. And they felt like the people in the show found out the day after that she had quit that competition like three days prior. <gasps> so they did the entire gig. And like, she had to pay her rent. I don't know. She had to pay her rent, girl. That's all. They raised, they raised six hundred plus at that event. She had a previous fundraiser that I was part of, um, as well, and she had a GoFundMe page. And when the tea was spilled, uh, she was dragged uh, on Facebook this week. Tenacity. Mm-hmm. Who is it? Can we drop a name? <laughs> I mean, champagne bubbles. Like the, it's no secret. <laughs> oh, there it is. Finally, but we no, get a name. Miss Gay America issued a statement where they named her. They and did said, issue a statement. Said that they had nothing to do with the GoFundMe. That they had nothing to do with the fundraise. Like every any fundraiser that happened after September 14th, they knew nothing about and had nothing to do about because September 14th was when she dropped out. Look, I am on team fucking jazz and masters when it comes to goddamn pageants. If you want to do it, you better pay for it. Do not ask me to do one of your goddamn (laughs) fundraising shows and put on my makeup and do numbers for no money. I won't do it. I will not do it. So you can go and get a crown that isn't even worth anything. I'm good. So I'm team Jasmine on that. Um, Well, Ari Kiki, I love that you came on the show. You're going to stick around with us, right, for our listener question segment 
Oh, absolutely. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we have our listener questions of the week. We'll be right back. All right, we are back with the show. And uh, listen, y'all, we do these fucking every goddamn week, the listener questions. So if you have a concern, a problem, a question, a comment, I don't give a shit. Just send it to us <laughs> at the Tony Soto Show at gmail.com, subject line, listener question. And you might hear your question read on this fucking uh, show. Um, who's going to start us out this week? I am. Hi, Rachel. Hey, okay, so we have a follow-up from last week's question. Such a quick follow-up, by the way. He was so fast. <laughs> <laughs> He's a loyal listener, apparently. Uh, Will says, oh my God, thank you. I can't believe you read my question. I love this show. Okay, so I didn't break up with him. I did reach out to a drug counselor I know from my hometown. He gave me great advice on how to confront Jake, my boyfriend. I did confront him and he broke down. He did say he was hoping to get caught because he hated what he was doing. He's now in a 30-day rehab. Guys, really, you are all so fun. You really do help, not with advice, but with making me laugh. I needed a laugh when I listened to the show. Thank you again. See, look at <laughs> Changing that. Changing people's lives. Look at that. Do gooders. <laughs> you give great advice. Yeah, yeah. Do you have do you have do you have testimonials like that, Robert? Huh? Huh? <laughs> <No>. Maybe. <laughs> you just don't read them on the air, but people divulge all. Um, so uh, Ari, since you don't, she don't, since you don't listen to the show, um, uh, this listener uh, found meth in his boyfriend's gym bag. Um, would that be a deal breaker for you? Would you break up with whoever you were fucking if you found meth in their bag? Not a deal breaker, but definitely a conversation that needed to be uh, addressed. Um, oh, you're a fixer, huh? Know. You're a fixer. I, I am a fixer. I'm a mother. I'm a mother. I'm a, uh, I'm a nurturer. You I like those damaged... I, let me guess. You like damaged Caucasian boys. I hate Caucasian people. Oh. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they have it coming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, well. I, I like to damage black ones. <laughs> yes, bitch. Get it. I uh, get to be mom and dad. That's <laughs> so well known. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. Um, well, listen, uh, good for you. I'm glad that you confronted him. And, uh, you know, You're you, welcome. you didn't dump him. And so that's good. Uh, you probably and still should. <laughs> But good luck. Good luck. We and thanks for listening. Um, uh, who's next? Uh, I am. I'll be reading Sean. Um, my partner and I have been together for six years and have been in an on and off open relationship for the past two years. Every time we ch close our relationship, we both end up cheating on each other, which is something we have come to accept and expect for some stupidly odd reason. About a year ago, when my partner and I were open, we hooked up with this, with some guy together. Let's call him Joshua. Later, after we closed our relationship, I found out my partner was still secretly hooking up with Joshua behind my back. I, too, was cheating, but not with guys we've betrayed, or excuse me, but not with guys we've hook, hooked up with together. 
Of course, I was pissed and felt betrayed, but we decided to open up our relationship and agreed that Joshua, as well as other guys we hooked up with were together, were officially off limits. Thankfully, my partner managed to stay away from him, but just recently, after we decided to close our relationship, I caught him hooking up with Joshua again. <laughs> I am by no means jealous of Joshua, and I know my partner has no emotional feelings for him. So knowing this, should I even care to restrict my partner from hooking up with Joshua? On one end, I want him to fulfill his sexual desires as he wishes, but on the other, I hate that he and Joshua have maintained some sort of ongoing relationship after our initial threesome. Please help me with this awful gay mess. P.S. Joshua goes to our gym and I constantly see my partner staring at him. Also, Joshua is fully aware, unaware that I know what they've done behind my back and has tried messaging me multiple times on Grinder, although with no sexual intentions. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, first, Sean. First, Sean. Is that uh, a question or with, 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 uh, I think he, he just what wants us hear? to. I think he just wants us to comment. And I want to say first. I want to say dump them. If you're gonna write, if you're gonna write <laughs> something that, that long, don't even put the PS in, girl. Just include it into the body because you've already <laughs> gone <laughs> over the limit, Queen. You did too much. <laughs> We, I appreciate the backstory. We don't typically get that much. Um, wow. I, wow right. a novella. Yes, that is. I would tune in. I I did. I just tuned in. That was, and thank you for, see, Lucy, you had a remarkable way of making me hate Joshua because every time <laughs> I heard his name said, I was like, oh, I hate that way. Why does he say it that way? It's like, <laughs> <that's> like <laughs> Awesome. Now I Fucking think that's how Joshua. Joshua introduces himself. I think that when he's like, "Hi, I'm Joshua," um, <laughs> I I think that you should ask yourselves a few yourself a few questions here. And the first question is a reality check. Like, r- really, does he not have emotional feelings for this boy? Like, really, does he not? And. If you're taking his word for it, if he's lying to you about having sex with Joshua anyway, he'd probably lie to you about having emotional feelings about Joshua as well. Just dump him. So mm-hmm. I think that at this point, it's gotten a little toxic since you keep opening it and closing it. Um, and cheating. Uh, Robert Daniel, you're in relation. You're in a relationship. <laughs> we are. <laughs> you're married, man. I just, I the, all this opening and closing. It's, it's not yeah. a storm. Like, oh, figure it out. Um, and uh, I just, it, to me, it sounds like you're not emotionally aware that, or you're not emotionally ready for an open relationship. I, I would do a little soul, soul searching on that before, you know, continuing with this charade. I have to say. I think it's even, it's an even split of stupidity because if you close the relationship, you're cheating and he's cheating. So you're both cheating. So it's kind of like it cancels each other out. So you can't, it's almost like Joshua is getting all the blame for all of the negative. Well, I had to keep it going. Yes. Um, I love that about you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, they, they like it. Honestly, like you just don't want to have a boyfriend at some point, yeah. maybe four years ago. Cause you've been together six, <laughs> you got tired. Maybe you didn't want to split the bills, you, you know, like pay all the bills or something. All these reasons people stay together. You stay together and was like yeah go fuck somebody else then we'll be okay right it's not a band-aid right like, um 
Go like so, go away from one another. Ari, is, I don't think it, either of you are emotionally mature enough for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Ari, is this uh, the type of boy that you would like to fix? Uh, I've actually been in a very similar situation. Um, <laughs> that that relationship that ended my first drag career was toxic. Like this, um, we were on and off for five years. Um, That's a lot. And the, and the nail, the nail on the coffin was the fourth year going into the fifth. Um, we moved in together. We had just broken up. We were apart for like about two, three months. And then he got a new place and I was missing, quote unquote, him. And we ended up moving in together. And that really sealed the deal for us not living up past that one year together. Um, <laughs> uh, you get comfortable. Um and that's that's I, that's uh, you're you're comfortable, Queen. You're comfortable in uh in like whatever fucked up mess this is. Like it's not even like it's blissfully comfortable. Like you're in a bad situation and you're just okay with that. You're just, right. You you're comfortable and you're you're uh, um what's the word? You're okaying the situation to proceed the way it is right. for whatever reason it is for you um yeah. when so when i broke up with my ex i told you i went and i did a nonprofit, the new york anti-violence project and then one of the things we discussed um was that in these kind of relationships you have to break up about a number of seven to ten times before you finally seal the coffin Oh, uh, that sounds terrible. I'm so yeah. very happy that I'm a single woman. Um, yeah, me too. Here, I think I've only a- ever broken up with all of my exes once. Yeah, yeah, here, yeah. Here's the thing. Um, and then we're going <laughs> to move on, Sean. I think that you need to start asking yourself if you would be comfortable being single. And once you realize that you would be, I think you need to maybe break up with him. I... Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I, but, you know, do what you want, do you, but this is something where I would be like, all right, I'm kind of done. It's, it's too much. Uh, stop and Sean, lying to me. Sean, <laughs> Sean, you deserve better. You do. You sound good looking. You write a lot. So you must be smart. Um, Josh, let's, move, let's move on to the fucking end of this goddamn show. Who's got the final one? It's me. Um, Sheila says, I'm assuming to Tony. So Sheila says to Tony, why aren't you more active in the drag scene? You only talk about it when RuPaul's Drag Race is on. What's up? What else would I I have to fucking say about it? What else is going on? I feel like all we talk about is drag. Yeah, that's all we talk about. I don't even like drag. What are you you talking about? Like, (laughs) Like, what's drag? What else is there to talk about when drag race isn't on? Like, there's nothing else to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what else are they doing? What else are they doing? And I'm like, I'm like, wait, didn't we just bring a new drag performer from New York on? Yeah, today we just this is, drag? Look, like, this is what I do. About, uh, yeah, the Boulé Brothers show or whatever. Yeah, I talk about the Boohoo's. Like, I talk about them. Yeah, I say that. I say that name. <laughs> boohoo's. I say Did that you name. Call them boohoo's. <laughs> I say that name. <laughs> I say those words. I fucking. I had Cabrina Barely and fucking Valora on. Get defensive, uh, Tony. Get defensive. Well, now I'm mad. Uh, no. <laughs> 
Also, Shay Coulee is like a like a, a a regular guest since the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, she's so, been she's been she was a co-host for three uh, years. Yeah. So, um, and then she got famous. We talk about <laughs> drag. You get it, all right? Just leave us alone. Sometimes I want to feature other people. Sometimes I'd like to talk to a musician. Sometimes I'd like to. I th- I'm, I'm assuming it's like the interviews. I'm assuming it's guests that I have on. There are other queer people that are doing other things. Expand your mm-hmm. Google search, Sheila. Um, Ari Kiki. <laughs> Ari Kiki, thank you so much for coming on the Tony Soto Show. Did you have fun today? I did. Thank you for having me. I like playing therapist, so that was great. Also, yeah, I sure hope <laughs> that you listen to a, another show at some point, you know, and give us a chance, you know, on those long train rides to your gigs. Um, <laughs> why don't you tell everyone your social medias? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, um, Ari Kiki underscore hot mess, R-E-A-R-I-K-I-K-I underscore hot, H-O-T mess, M-E-S-S. And you can usually find me on Facebook and Grindr the same way. All right, bitch. And when is your next gig, queen? Uh, Wednesdays, uh, my Wednesday show at Booth and Saddle. At eight o'clock. Um, so that will be today. Show. When this airs, that means today she has a show at Boots and Saddles. At what time? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. So check her out. Thank you so much. Support your local you. fucking queens. God damn it. Uh, speaking of local queens, uh, and two of my favorites, Robert and Daniel. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having us again, Tony. Uh, tag your so it. Tag your it. So yes. <laughs> I'll be on whenever. Um, um, uh, so what's going on with you guys? Um, well, oh, so this Friday we're going to have Britta Filter on. She mm-hmm. is one of the stars of the new TV show Drag. Wait, what is it called? Shade? Shade. Uh, Queens of New York. Queens of New York. It's going to be on the Fusion channel on the TV uh, so you can uh, learn more about that um, on this Friday's episode of our show. You can go to grizzlykiki.com to listen to it. And we'll be doing interviews at Bushwig this weekend, yes. all day Saturday. And we'll be there as boys on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Is so that a basic cable station? Um, I don't know. Can you get, it from, a, can you get it from a simple cable package? I don't know. Don't pay Probably more. Not. Don't pay more, America. Uh, <laughs> give everyone your socials, Kiki's. Um, we are Grizzly Kiki on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, and you can always send us an email at grizzlykiki at gmail.com. That's right. Yeah, we want to help people too. Maybe yeah. they'll change your lives. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, Lucy <laughs> Wag. Tony Soto. What's going on, girl? Oh, you know, I'm going to be hosting this like gay dance party night in Chicago with all of these fabulous queens and some. And some, some not so fabulous queens. Yeah. Some, <laughs> some mediocre some silver lake icon. Some huge some, heifer is yeah. going to be there. Yeah, some big man in a dress. And she refuses to wear sensible shoes. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to wear flats, Lucy. That doesn't sound that doesn't, that doesn't work for girl. me, girl. All right, you just stand on that cement all night then. Okay. No, there it. better be a chair. There's lots of seating. Um good, perfect. Use couches. Perfect. Use it. Of course I sit. Okay. I lie down so, too if I can. So, Rachel, I'm bartending at Berlin on Friday. Are you going to come to Queen on Sunday? Absolutely not. But I will go to the shoe with with you on Monday. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. I love yeah. a compromise. Uh, uh, first Queen is Sunday on night here. at Smart Bar. 
Oh, that's right. Queen of Sunday night at Smart Bar. Um, listen, Chicago, I'm coming home, bitches. So fucking be ready. The Tony Soto show will be recorded in Chicago with me there next week. It's just going to be us three. That would be cute. Um, I think we're going to still try to Skype in Maxwell because, you know, she wants to be there. And yeah, I think it's just us. We might, I might try to throw a guest in there. Um, but we'll see. Um, uh, what else? Red to filth on September 25th. I will not be in LA, but that does not mean my party ain't happening, bitch. So if you think you're funny enough to read a goddamn stranger, then go out to precinct September 25th. Um, and the Who's guest replacing the you? Guest Guest host will be Pickle, my girl Pickle. Shout out to Pickle. She is amazing. Um, and thank you so much for filling in for me. Um, Queen, of course, September 24th at Smart Bar, 10 p.m. And uh, that's it. Tune in uh, to the Gay Power Half Hour every Thursday. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at The Tony Soto Show. Until next week, everybody. Bye. Bye.